1: Coach Radio. That's audibletrial.com dot com slash lifecoachradio. And now here's today's show.
0: Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to the Super Soul Sunday After Show here on the Life Coach Radio Network. And I'm Talisha. And today's episode is a life filled with happiness because we are happy. We just got to, got done watching Oprah Winfrey on OWN. Um, as she interviewed Gretchen Rubin, the author of The Happiness Project. Um, I know you've probably heard of the book before. Some of you may have already taken on that happiness project. I see a lot of people doing 100 Days of Happiness on Facebook. But um, today our guests here with me, um, co-host, they're going to help me talk about what it is to find happiness, and maintain a life of happiness. So before we jump into the discussion, I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. So I'll start with you, Trina. Hi, welcome, and let our guests know who you are.
1: Hello, Talisha, and thanks so much for inviting me to join you. I love the show, so I can't wait to dig into it. My name is Trina Ramsey. I'm the founder of Perspectives Plus Coaching, and I also lead a show here on Life Coach Chat Channel, Career Talk with Coach Trina. And I basically work with people to think about significant changes in their lives, whether it be career or other things, to move them to the next level. So so my sweet spot is transformative thinking and transformative change. So I'm extremely happy to be here. This is a great way to start the week with such a positive topic.
0: Yes, and thank you so much for being here, Trina. Also, we have Tiffany Mayfield here with us. Let's Tell our
2: guests also a little bit about you. Hi, everyone. I am Tiffany Mayfield, and I um, guest host the show, co-host the show all the time, and I love it. I love this show, and um, I am a master coach, speaker, best-selling author, and business consultant. Right now in my business, I'm working uh, a lot with um, helping people restructure their their small business, whether it's that they're a life coach, they're mentors, a uh, small business owner. I come into the company working with entrepreneurs who maybe their brand is great, their vision is great, but they're wanting to become more visible, and what we do is work to elevate, uh, enjoy the process, and learn uh, in the process on how to build a business into a greater business, and right now, I'm working exclusively with one of my um, clients for the next six months, and we're developing his brand into a greater brand, and I'm just really excited about that aspect of my business because I've always had it in me, but I'm able now to express it to my clients and to give it to them in the best way possible, especially with building their business from a great perspective. We don't want to rebrand them. We want to increase the brand, leverage the brand. So that's what I'm doing currently at this time. But I love speaking with women. I am going to, after the show tonight, create a happiness project. And invite a lot of people to go on a six-week happiness project with me. I love the show, as I said before, it's very good, and I'm excited to be here again tonight with you guys.
0: And I'm so excited to have both of you here with me because we both, all, we've done shows together, and I've enjoyed them with you both, um, Tiffany. i congratulations on your new client, and good luck in everything else you're going to do. But we have some callers here on the call with us also, so I do want to give them the call-in the, the call in number if you're online. You can call in at 347-857-2878 and press 1 if you'd like to speak with us because you're welcome to jump in on the discussion at any time you may want to also and add your um, little two cents to it because we love having callers. So let's jump right into the show, ladies. Yes, so... You watched the show. You talk, heard about the Happiness Project. She also mentioned some other books that she had called Happiness at Home and Better Before. So first, I just always like to to speak with both of my hosts and see what stood out for, for you in the show. Mike, what would you say would be your tweetable moment from the show? So I'll start with you, Tiffany. What would you say, what stood out most for you?
2: Oh, I did a lot of tweeting as I normally do on the show. So, but what really stood out to me was um, the mind being mindful of things and decluttering, and that it made a lot of sense to me because I I shared it with my clients um, about decluttering because I had to learn even with um, decluttering your conscience and decluttering your thoughts your to-do list that she was saying that that really stood out to me because that was one of the first things I, in, in my private time of seeking happiness a couple of years ago, I had to realize there were so many things just in my brain, in my mind, in my spirit that I had to get rid of in order to find my happiness. And I was like, wow, why didn't I write that book? You know, because it was really a hard process. It was really hard to to let go of things that didn't even matter anymore. And right. I, I I do teach that I, I give that to my clients. You have to declutter. You have to get out of the junk out of your car. You have to get out of the junk out of your closets, your drawers, your mindset. I mean, so many people do go along with this. I know several people who have to do lists, and they're so. Those things stop them from living. Actually. If you do what you're going to, you want to do, just do it. You don't have to just specifically plan each and every step. It's the process that's going to get you through. Whether you are successful at it or not, it's the process where you get your lesson. So that that stood out a lot to me and I totally agreed on that because that was something I had to do for myself and I know it works. And I know that once you just stop thinking about everything. I ride my car so much and I always think I am happy just being me, being riding with myself. So many people are, why do you do that by yourself? Because I'm happy with me. I'm good with that. And that's a true statement. And it happens, I had to first declutter. So that was a very, very uh, great point that she made on the show.
0: Yes, um, I know the quote that they kept saying was, outer order creates inner calmness. And I have to agree with that also. That really stood out for me because I can't go to sleep in, I can't cook in a dirty kitchen. I always say I don't like to cook because it takes me so long. If anything is on the counter, if anything is in the sink, I have to totally clean the kitchen before I can cook. It's just me. I don't know, maybe it's afterwards. I hate to have to search for a pot or something. But it takes the fun out of cooking for me. So for each of us, there's something in our lives that may be cluttering, um, our little piece of happiness. But we can definitely elaborate on that also. Um, I'm going to go to Trina first and see what stood out for you, Trina. What would you say would be a tweetable moment for you in the show?
1: Well, it's really hard to pick one moment, but what what stuck out to me in general was her whole approach was really about looking at herself. and And she kept coming back to that over and over again throughout the show that was really about looking within and altering her perspective on things, altering her relationship to how she approached her daily life, um, her how it impacted her relationship with her husband. And all of it was about not expecting other people to change, but what could she do to harness and to shift her own behaviors and to change. She talked a lot about habits, so to change habits to be able to create a new set point. And she she did talk by the end of the show about how it really was able to overall increase her overall sense of well-being because she was actually, again, being mindful about how she was approaching her life from a day-to-day basis, even from waking up in the morning and singing is one of the examples that she used. So I was... um, I'm looking forward to reading the book and I I I think she's really hit on something, so
0: great stuff. Yeah, I haven't read it either and I think it'd be a great read. Also to the do your own happiness project. Like I said, I've mm-hmm. seen people do the hundred days of happiness. But I'm sure that probably derived from that also. Mm-hmm. Um, before we dig in deep, I just want first because for each person she kept pointing out that it's kind of like a personalized thing for happiness, which we all know, what makes one person happy may not make another person happy. So I just want to start, because for me, it's maybe the simple things, um, maybe something you may not be thinking about. And I think, Trina, we may have done it on a previous show. We did a little bit of a round robin. Um, So I wanted to try to do that (laughs) with you all also. And so when I say, when you think of the word happiness, tell me what word comes up for you or or some event or something comes up for you. So we'll do a little bit of a round round. And give me one word when I say happiness, what comes up for you. So, Trina, I'll start with you first.
1: Easy. Laughter.
0: Laughter. Tiffany. Self. Oh. I'll say peace. Let's go around one more time. Tiffany. I mean, Trina. Uh um, i come back to you again.
1: Relationships.
0: Relationships. All right, Tiffany? Culture. <laughs> uh, my word will be um, acceptance. All right. So... In that little quick round, Robin, we got laughter, health, peace, relationships, culture, and acceptance. So on a day-to-day basis, we deal with a lot of these things. Um, I think they say, you know, laughter makes the heart grow fun. You know, um, laughter is medicine. That's what mm-hmm. I know, don't know the exact scripture. But it's, mm-hmm. been pr- it's been proven that laughter is medicine. And so that goes to the... Um, word that tiffany used when you think of happiness you think of health and then i said peace and we said relationships and so what do you think if we know as a general consensus that it's good to be happy that it's healthy to be happy what do you really think blocks people from being happy um
2: so tiffany i'll ask you that question I think what blocks it is fear, Um, the fear of self. Uh, So many people are conditioned that we need companionship, we need a relationship, we need a spouse, we need a boyfriend or girlfriend. However, I'm not saying those things aren't a part of life. What I'm saying is when you condition yourself that that's all you need. You need someone else to define you. You lose yourself and you never get to know yourself and you're constantly searching. Something's always missing. And what I found personally I was missing because I was living for everyone else, making people happy, overdoing it, overachieving with others and not myself. And I did not identify who I was, and when I began to look into that after thinking, oh, this is the worst thing that could happen to me, you know, I've got so much going on, I've lost so much, but I had to learn that those things didn't belong to me anyway, because I hadn't defined myself yet and what I truly deserved, and once I was able to do that and take those layers away, remove those fears that it's okay to live alone, it's okay to be by myself at this time, in this moment, and appreciate it. Appreciate that time to get to know myself and and that that layer being able to remove those layers brought me to my happiness. So I think the fear of understanding who you truly are is is what holds people back from finding their happiness.
0: And that can be um a profound statement there. That is a profound statement because it goes back to when you were talking about decluttering. I heard you say, you know, as you got you stripped yourself of whatever was holding you back trying to be someone else. And I was trying to find cuz she had a quote about that. Oh, she was talking about they were given the fantasy of other pe- other another person and not enjoying our our own life. So, um it could be many things. I all agree to that cuz for some people they may not be happy with what they have. They're so busy trying to pick up what someone else has, and you know. So, um, T- Trina, would you like to add something to that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and definitely, great points, Tiffany, for sure. We know we know as coaches that fear is one of the the biggest robbers of joy, possible. So, to add to that, I also think that um, a lot of people spend too much time looking for external validation. So a couple examples there. Uh, Gretchen and Oprah talked about collecting gold stars, which that also relates to the whole idea of people-pleasing or seeking validation from other people. A lot of times we are doing things because we want to get some type of feedback or some type of approval from other people that when we really – don't need the other people to approve how we conduct our lives. And if we could actually get to the point of really owning and being responsible for our own happiness and not worrying so much about what other people think. Another thing that um, Gretchen said early on in the show, um, I think it was under the uh, uh, rules of the secrets of adulthood that people don't know, your mistakes, as much as you think they do. They're really not paying as much attention to you as you think they right. are. So, okay. you know, all of... Yeah, exactly. So we build up in our mind these um, myths about who we are and how we relate to the world when really let's pull it back and let's really focus on what's important to you. And that doesn't mean about being selfish, but it's more about... Stop living your life for other people, and really find your purpose and do you, which is a, a big shift that I'm taking with my practice next year. So I'm I'm looking forward to sharing that with everybody.
0: Yes, um, exactly. Um, that's great. Yeah, she said the first thing she did was make little shifts um, mm-hmm. because you finding happiness for yourself is personal, and you do have to reflect inside of yourself because, like I said before, what's for you may not be for somebody else. Um, And it goes back to what you talked about earlier um, about our approach, how she really just, everything that she says and every part of her book was about focusing on herself and not expecting um, other people to change, but for her to change and in her changing, um, it also affected the people around her. So, you know, a lot of times we have spouses that may be making us unhappy or kids that may be out of control, and we attribute our happiness to them. And And my take on it sometimes is I I think a lot of people entangle themselves too much in other people's lives, um, mm-hmm. like parents may be too entangled in their kids' lives because they don't want them to fail. I, you know, I, I've been sharing a lot lately about the problem that colleges are having with the the students where a lot of the parents want the professors to coddle them and treat them like babies still and they're in college and, you know, and, but at the same time, that's not beneficial to that child. So my next question is when is it okay? Um, She uh, say that she mentioned sometimes happiness doesn't mean you're actually happy. And she gave the example of how the, the son went to visit the father in the hospital it's not a happy moment, but it's something that he did that actually produced a happiness in him because it's it's almost like fulfilling like completing that that to do list or something so how can how would you how would you all um, advise or give or help someone find happiness even in horrible situations? how can you find that happiness so um Trina, I mean Tiffany. I'll share with you because I know you just shared with us. I want you to share just share with us about you having a death in the family. So explain to us how you're still finding peace and happiness in the midst of a not so great situation.
2: Um, what I was telling a friend a few days ago that I stopped looking for acceptance, and I began to look more or expectancy. I expected things to be great. I expect things to be better. And I expect that life happens. I expect that we make choices. I expect that there are consequences, whether good or bad, because when I am able to stop wanting someone to prove to me some their happiness, I can be a better person because... A lot of people wait on people to, to make them happy. A lot of people want you to change who you are so they can be happy. I love people as they are, where they are, in their space. I don't have to deal with it, but I accept it because instead of always expecting you to be different, I, I'm i accepting who you are. So that, that's how I started looking at happiness you know, in in any situation. It, it's there, you you know, um, my grandmother passed yesterday, but she lived a great life. The only bad thing I felt yesterday, she was at home alone, but she lives alone. So, but she she could get around fine, so it, it's okay. So I, I just deal with the things as they are. Of course, and I do believe your memories are yours. You can, you know, look at it how you look at it, but I just my life is so much more valuable now, today, than it's ever been that I try to look at everything in a good light, everything, because if I don't, it will, life has a way of taking over where you have nothing. And I don't like, I don't, I was at that place of emptiness. So All right. the place of yeah, power a, right, is greater than that.
0: I have a saying that I say to people. You know, sometimes when I see them upset um, with someone else, I said, "You're only upset because you took them out of their box." What that means is, a lot of times we get really upset and we lose our state of peace when we wanted someone to be something else. Um, exactly. I heard you say that you you accept you expect things to be as they are. You know, I mm-hmm. always say I'd rather be surprised than disappointed. Um, because I'd rather you surprise me that you acted a different way. I don't mean to keep people in a box, but you know, taking them and trying to make someone what they're not or trying to make a situation what it's not, it's kinda of like someone in love with someone that's married. She keeps telling herself that he's gonna leave yeah. and he loves me and all these things and you wanna make this happen and then you're <coughs> miserable waiting. But you have to see it for what it is, actually, and I, and a lot of times we get ourselves in situations when we just come up with the story, and and when the we're attached to that outcome of whatever it is that we've made up, or even if it's something that should be, you know, yeah, you know, I expect my husband to come home and give me a kiss, and he walks to the door and he pays me no attention. You know, it's a lot. Some women say that, you know, that that some can upset you. But who knows what that person's going through in that day. So accept things for what they are. That sometimes everyone has a bad day. And sometimes someone, it, things are not as they seem, so you have to really get. The problem is we have to take time to understand, like I said, understanding ourselves, understanding our spouses, understanding our kids. And like you said, we go day to day, and we don't pay attention to what we're doing sometimes, and kids are growing up, and life is happening. And and before long, um, you find yourself looking back wishing you had appreciated those moments. So, yeah, I always say uh, don't take people out of their box. You'll be a lot happier. (laughs) <laughs> Trina, um, I pose the same question to you: How do you, with, how would you advise or how would you counsel or help someone find happiness, or how do you yourself go to your happy place in the midst of trying situations?
1: Yeah, I think it really is um, about choosing your response to any situation, because the truth of the matter is that you can't change. What's happened, you can't change, as Gretchen said, that other person. So what you can change is your reaction to the situation. So part of that has to do with acceptance. So literally, if you know that you work with someone who is a difficult person, rather than going to work every day irritated with that person and, and expecting them to change or expecting them to do things the way that you would do things or to have more consideration towards you, or to you know be kinder or whatever more understanding more cooperative, whatever it is you can go to that de- to work every single day and be upset with that person. It's not gonna change that person's situation much because they're they're going along their business again, not thinking so much about you, they're doing them, and you're so you're sitting here focused on them. So you can either choose to do that or you can choose to understand. You don't have to agree, but you can understand that okay, that's who that person is. I get it. And then you just adjust and move on. Now, if there if that person is causing you a problem at work, of course you need to address it, you know, but again, don't don't burn your energy on trying to think you're going to have a different outcome if you already know what that person is. Now, as as Tiffany was talking about, and when you have things like a, a death in the family or some other type of negative situation, again it's a matter of gratitude really. Um, think about the things that you are grateful for because loss is a part of life. There are things that happen. Tragedies happen, accidents happen, people you know, get in the hospital. Um Divorce happens, all those types of things. But if you actually, instead of focusing on the bad, you have to walk through it. Certainly you have to walk through a negative situation, but you can also recognize all the good things that you do have in your life, the 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 good relationships that you do have, or the things that are going well in other areas of your life if, if things aren't going so well in your, in your personal life or if things aren't going so well in your work life. You can choose... What you focus on and what you put your your energy towards.
0: Exactly. Yeah, because the uh, saying I say is the greatest freedom is the freedom of choice, mm-hmm. and it's when we think that we've lost that freedom that yeah. we lose. We think we lose our power, our happiness. So, yeah, we all have a, the power. It's it's we all have the power to be happy. Like to say, why aren't more people happier? Or are we happy, and we just not? paying attention to any of it we do have a caller and and the caller from 832 area code i'm going to open your line and see do you want to speak with us and add anything to our discussion so caller with 832 area code hello and how are you you like to introduce yourself no maybe they're a little phone shy that's okay we'll just keep going on with the the show Hold on one second. All right. So we are halfway through the show. Time flies, as always, when you're having fun. And mm-hmm. and we are um, – what I want you to do is while I take a quick commercial break and I want you to start thinking about if a client came to you and they were a little lost, because we keep talking about awareness of self. So – how can we have to take into account that maybe somebody's not ready to make that happiness project because they're not actually aware of themselves so they don't know where to start so i would like for us to kind of help our callers um get a starting place for that so ladies i would like for you to while i'm doing a quick commercial break <clears throat> Come up with maybe a personal formula or some steps that you can tell someone that could allow them to be more self-aware and so that they could be mindful for a happiness project. So... And to our callers, I'd like to just share with you that today our call is brought to you by, our show is brought to you by um, Audible.com. It's a leader provider of digital audio entertainment and information. They have more than 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up at our URL, which is audibletrial.com forward slash lifecoachradio, you get one free audio book and one month free trial of service. So uh, um, Gretchen Rubin, she mentioned that she had three books, The Happiness Project, um, Better Than Before, and Happiness at Home, and I did see them on the theaudibletrial.com. So if you like to listen to her book, you can get a free trial and get that free book by using our our URL, which is audibletrial.com forward slash life coach radio. And also, I like to take the time to tell you about some amazing shows that are going to be coming up this week. Um, tomorrow on Monday, My Journey to a Blessed Life with Natasha Great Gayden. She's just going to share with us. It's her debut show at, at seven o'clock on tomorrow. She's going to share with us how she's changed her life and how it's and everything that she did is accessible to you all too. Um, and then on Thursday, the 12th at 1 p.m., we'll have Reclaim Your Health, Expressions of Life with Christine McNewson, and she's going to be exploring ways to alleviate stress and to welcome expression and celebrate and discover your passions. So, back in the, yet again, our calls, our online calls, if you'd like to call in to speak with us, the number is 347-857-2878. And so, ladies, Yes. So back to what we were talking about, being mindful and um, finding a happiness project yourself and how to go about that. So who would like to share with me um, how you would help a client get on the path to finding their happiness project? Whichever one of you would like to go first, you're welcome to.
1: Okay. Um, This is Trina. And one of the things I think is, A very good grounding practice on a regular basis is to keep a gratitude journal. And what you can do is it's best, I think, to do it before you go to bed because then you are actually thinking about what happened that day. And you can just keep, you can do it electronically or you can keep a notebook by your bed or as you're kind of winding down. I have a friend who actually spends the last hour of her day with music and journaling, um, but this doesn't this is like a quick thing. Pick three things that you're grateful for. And see how many things you can how many different things you can come up with every day. And you'll be surprised. There are a lot of things that we take for granted in our lives. If we start focusing on those things, that will be um very helpful. Another thing I would say is to be to incorporate three things more often into your life. One of them is self-care. Um, a lot of us, we're, part of the reason we're unhappy is because we're too busy, we're too overburdened, and we're stressed. So taking time to actually have lunch away from your desk instead of eating at your desk or you know, kind of just churning through the day. Take a walk during the day. Go for a run. Go for a swim. Do things that are good for yourself, for your body, Get a mani-pedi. Get a massage every once in a while. Do the things that are good for you, and also spend more time with people that you care about. Have lunch with your best friend if they live far away. Make sure you pick up the phone and call, not just text or email. Have a conversation. Your your um, aging family members who are in another state, give them a call. Let them know you're thinking about them. Your children. Put down all the technology and actually have a game night or do do things that are actually making you connect with the people that are that you care about so those are three tips three tips
0: that is wonderful all of those are great tips and yes, I do agree the gratitude journal is um an amazing tool to use because we do they we do take for granted the the things that we have in our lives um I was telling my husband yesterday, I don't ever want to get to the point to where I am disconnected, and I mean that is, we become so blessed and so privileged and have everything at our disposal that we forget that those are not necessities and not everybody has them, Mm -hmm. and so sometimes we can get away from being grateful for for being so blessed, Um, or you may... Not think that that's something that you're able to do because it may sound a little conceited, but the best thing to do is be grateful for the simple things, even if it's just the sun rising. Or I've been so at awe of the, the colors of the trees lately, you know. So in the mm-hmm. weather, so mm-hmm. you know, it's just the simple things that make you can make you happy, and you don't even know it—a baby laughing or something. But yes. So, Tiffany, what would you like to add to that list, or what are your three things that you would say that could help someone on their um, happiness journey?
2: I think on the happiness journey, well, uh, I know for a fact that becoming mindful of just the moment you're in, um, beginning and also practicing meditation and prayer, uh, those things were things that definitely worked In my best interest, Um, being becoming mindful, just even as you're washing dishes, as Oprah said, and enjoying that moment instead of thinking about, you know, all the other things of what's going to happen tomorrow's Monday, the work this and the person that I don't like or the manager who's this or that. That those things destroy your peace and and your joy. So I would definitely start with becoming more mindful. I studied um, mindfulness for a year because I wanted peace of mind so bad, and I was looking for happiness. So when I decided to study it, it just took me back to the person that I originally originally was in life before, you know, raising kids, working all these different jobs, working twelve sixteen hour days I became I came back to who I really was becoming mindful because I was able to declutter, accept things, let go of things, let God handle things that I couldn't handle. Accept and and people did a lot of people get stuck there. If it doesn't work out you get stuck in it. Well it's a way to move past that and it's definitely becoming mindful of the exact moment you're in, just it, loving it, enjoying it, enjoying the sounds of the birds in the morning. I hear people complain about birds singing. I think that is so selfish because that is something, what if you couldn't hear? You know, mm-hmm. there are people who can't hear birds singing. Um, but becoming mindful, meditation. I, I like to exercise and I love to work out and meditate afterwards because it definitely takes me to that peace and once you have that mental peace you have that happiness and then after that prayer I practice praying in the morning and I definitely practice praying while driving praying in the evening because prayer keeps me grounded it keeps me aware even if I'm being thankful or I heard a bad story or something in the news I just try to pray and and it's so simple just that God bless that family take care of that mother um, bless the doctors you know anything just simple things because we do give our lives away to to people but if we just take it back bit by bit piece by piece and we can still love other people we can still love people we can still care I think that you'll find happiness in that and I'm pretty certain you will Exactly.
0: Those are all great things for the both of you. I really do like that. It actually brought me to um, well, num- my number one thing that I do to find happiness, and that is giving myself permission. Because, mm-hmm. um, like we said, we get so caught up in so many things, and you know, that was great advice because we do have to sometimes um, get to the core of who we really are, like I said, declutter, and actually give ourselves permission to live this life that we have. Because, uh, let's face it, we don't give ourselves permission to be, like I said, I'm a big girl, and some people don't give themselves permission to be happy in the size that they are. You Mm. know, um, I enjoy playing dress-up, you know, but in today's time, (laughs) you know, there's so many ways to find happiness in in who you are, you know. we we pay more attention to our flaws instead of our our our, our the beauty of who we are. And I always like the quote by John Kabat-Zinn. He's a, a, one of the mindfulness meditation um, gurus. But he talks about that it's so much more right with you than it is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's what we have to pay attention to is what is actually right about me. And let me give myself permission to walk in that. You know, it, I can be loud, and for a long time, you know, that made me feel bad. Cause it was like, you're so loud. But I laugh loud. I play loud. I do everything loud, and that's just who Talisha is, and I'm over it. You know, I spent a lot of time up north growing up, but I'm from Florida, so people used to pick on the way I talk. You know, they like, say it again. and So I'm over people picking on my country accent or whatever they think that I may. Sometimes I may have horrible grammar, as you may see, but it's okay. I give myself permission to be Talisha, and I'm not going to lose my happiness behind someone else's opinion. I've been putting me in a box. So I think all of us have to get to the point to where we're willing to, like I said, take a look at ourselves and love ourselves, be grateful for everything about ourselves, be grateful for the spouse that we have, be grateful for the house that we have, um, and be grateful for where we are. And that goes to my next point is trusty that where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, I think we can't get to the point sometimes of being mindful and being present in where we are because we're so busy trying to be somewhere else, and we don't get a chance to be happy. Um, <laughs> I always joke that my kids spend more time in my house now they're out of my house, than they did, and my daughter just came here. which is Sunday is usually a chill day, so when she comes to the door with laundry and all these things, sometimes I'm like, oh, God, there's no peace. But then just embracing that's my daughter, I love her, tomorrow's my promise, and I choose to be happy and enjoy them. And it always leads to fun. We just got through doing the record. She made me do the D-Lo dance, so whatever that crap is.
2: (laughs) So maybe somebody
0: (laughs) will see it on social media, yeah. (laughs) But it's those moments that you look back. You know, if I had been all in my in my way is they're here again, you know, or something or not being able to appreciate and be grateful for the family that I have, then I will lose those moments and I, you know, but we have to it's like get to the core of who we really are. And she talked a lot about that um, is not being somebody else, but being yourself. So, I think those are my things, giving yourself permission, trusting that you are exactly where you are supposed to be, and, and making a point to always be at the core of who you are and, and be happy with being. And so um, I thank you, ladies, for all of the, that great advice. And so, yeah, we're almost getting close to the end of our show, and but I don't want to leave out how she, what she talked about. One of the other points that she talked about is our habits. Um so, how um, do you? What habits? When is a habit? Oh, what's the question I'm looking for? How do you think habits actually can help us? Because she talked about them, doing them regularly. And some habits we have. How do you know what's a good habit and a bad habit? What would you say for someone to say that that that's something that can help them? Um, and I, I say that lightly. To say that somebody may have a habit of eating ice cream when they get home, that makes them happy, and that may not be (laughs) the best thing for them to do. But how can someone find, give themselves permission to to be okay with what makes them happy, even if it's not the best thing in the world, so to say. But let's talk about habits. What is your take on habits, Trina?
1: Okay, so um, that's, well, I I that was definitely a light bulb moment for me. Um, Part of what she talked about is I I wrote it down because I was like, "Wow, this is a good one." Um, She talked about how when you change your habits, you change. We change our when we change our habits, we change our lives, and that it starts with decision making. So that's the first step, and then the willpower to get started. And then once you actually shift over, and then she said let go and let the autopilot of habits or um, kind of take over. So she talked about getting to the gym, and that definitely resonated with me because this year I have not done as well as I would like to on my fitness goals, and it's one of those things that I just always, It's it's a struggle. And so I thought this is a different way to look at it, and I know that pretty much we're coming in, into New Year's resolution theory, uh, season and 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 a lot of times one of the things that people think about is fitness. Um, but from what I understand, it takes 21 days to form an ha- a habit. So it is good to think about little things that you can do that can shift your existence and have, help you be a happier person along the way. And it's not necessarily about beating yourself up about the bad things. So I think part of what I want to take away from this moving forward is kind of, again, adopting what makes sense for me. She had come up with 12 resolutions or 12 different things that she was doing for, you know, once a month that, that kind of culminated throughout the year. That felt like a lot for me. But what I want to do is ponder what is it, what what it will do what are some good habits that I can adopt and what are some bad habits that I can kind of shift? And I do think the the example of ice cream that you mentioned, I
2: mm-hmm. think
1: any time that you have something that is like, okay, it's not a good idea or a good habit to eat a half gallon of ice cream every day. <laughs> right? No. No. <laughs> um, No matter how much you love it, you will end up in a hospital. You're going to have a heart attack because you're clogging your arteries. So, but can you have an ice cream cone every now and then? Sure. Or can you kind of adjust and start thinking about more healthful treats that fit that same, give you that same um, level of enjoyment? So maybe you can switch to frozen yogurt or maybe you can, you know, go to a, you know, depending on it, whether you do have a health issue where it's the the um, fat that you're, you're watching. You can, you know, think about different things. You, maybe you can do sorbet or something that's a little bit, you know, less artificial. You know, so there are different ways that you can kind of shift without denying yourself because when we go into denying ourselves completely, that's when we start getting into trouble because then you fall off the wagon completely. Right. And I think about the movie Flight. Um, I don't know if either of you saw that Denzel Washington, and he was trying; he was an alcoholic, and they they let him in this hotel room, and they took the minibar out be, because he was about to testify, and then somehow he found his way into the next room, and he literally that night went through the entire minibar, and the whole room was trashed, and he was completely, um, you know, it's it's, it's Shocking that he had been, you know died from alcohol toxicity or whatever <laughs> right. you know. But so yeah, you, moderation moderation is the key. So I would not want anybody to take this show, um, the show that we saw today, or this after show, and decide, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take next year, I'm going to be perfect, and I'm going to you know you know. Right. 365 days of happiness, and I'm going to be happy. Damn it! And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's just not, you know, that's not what we're talking about here. We gotta, we gotta adjust things to our own lifestyle as well.
0: Right. You brought up a great point. You know, when you were talking about when you get rid of something, how you, denying yourself is not the answer. And I think that's where we all get lose track at some, um, sometimes. Sometimes, <clears throat> whatever we're doing. Because when you deny yourself, there's still that thirst, and and um, and I, I'm reminded of a time when I tried to deny myself that ice cream because I was hooked on mm-hmm. it for a little while.
2: Mm-hmm. It didn't work <laughs> Is that out. Why you brought so up well. the example.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got the example. Right? I used to. I was so stuck on ice cream. Oh my gosh! I was going through ice cream phase. Yeah, um, I'm delivered now. It's okay. But you know, <laughs> the 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 thing that that's the hardest to do, I believe, for a lot of people, is because they're creatures, creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's hard to turn your mind off of what you've always done. It's almost like someone does something in 30 minutes, but another person can do it. And another person's doing it in three hours, but they won't listen to the person that's doing it for 30 minutes. We always say, yes, they're, they're healthier treats, you know, because we know that grapes are just as sweet as, as ice you know, some candies. So it's just getting to the point to where you it's not depriving yourself as yeah, it's finding something to satisfy that but it's still equivalent to it, you know. So we don't want to deny yourself because that's not happiness. No, but it is finding a way to be mindful of what you're trying to achieve but at the same time mm-hmm. being mindful of who you truly are also. So yeah, that's
2: a great point.
0: Um Tri- Tiffany, what would you like to add about habits?
2: With the habits, I would ask everyone to just look at the things, the first things you do in the morning. Like they talked about the making of the bed and the decluttering of the room. If you come in every day and take your clothes off, you have a certain chair that you have three weeks of clothes stacked up <laughs> on. You know, just your the things that you do because sometimes my room. We, we don't realize that's what we're doing because a lot of times, Even with your kids, if people have small children or teenagers, when they come in, they drop their things right at the door or right where someone's going to trip over them. Those habits, if you just, my thing is what I've learned to do now is start with the results I'm wanting and work backwards. So if I start with the result, I'm able to grasp what I'm doing better, and I'm able to change it, because that's where the shift came in for me. I saw the result, I started there, and I walked, worked backwards. So, if I was coming in every evening, and I take my clothes off, because I've had a long day 99% of the time, I've worked a 12, 15-hour day, I come in, take my clothes off, and lay them on it that, that chair, the stool in my room, and they would just stay there for Weeks and weeks, and I was like, I'm so unhappy with this, and why aren't I doing something about it? And then I started every day walking directly to my closet, hanging the clothes up, and it became a habit. Mm -hmm. Right. Kicking my shoes off right up under my bed. I've walked in that. Well, why did I do that when I'm already in the closet? So I had to start really thinking about the things that I was doing. I cannot stand a messy car. but well, my car is always messy, so I started with the result this weekend. I said, this is crazy. I cannot even stand this. It makes me not even want to go anywhere. And I said, okay, let's start with the result. I got my car cleaned and... I put my briefcase, my things down. I'm not opening, you know, putting receipts everywhere, throwing them down. I have a place for everything. So it's just the things that I change slowly because I I start with the result. I know I don't like it. So why am I doing this to myself? That's crazy. So if you start with the result that you're looking for in, ha- in the habit, if you say I want to lose 10 pounds, Okay, I've already lost it. I'll say that. I'm at my weight that that I want. How do I keep it off? I eat healthier. I eat better. So I start at the result of eating better. I start at the result of exercising. Just watching, you know, the exercise videos does nothing. Actually do something. (laughs) It's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing happens just because you're watching. That doesn't count as 100 uh, crunches because you watch them. It doesn't. You have to actually do it. So I started with the results, and I'm. I believe that that's where the shift came for me because. When you want your happiness as I had wanted when I was going through some things, I just kept saying every day, I'm happy, I'm happy today I'm going to be I'm going to find something to make me happy and then recently, I just said, I will not read or listen to anything crazy anymore, meaning you know every day in the news someone's being shot killed, murdered, something crazy. I don't want to hear that because it is really interfering with my personal joy, so I said." Yeah. I'm cutting that out for 90 days, and I don't read it. I would not read it. I would not listen to it. And I, that's, and I was catching myself about to click on something, and I would say, no, that's going to mess with your personal joy. So I'd move on because I read the paper every day. Every single day I read the paper. So I'd say, you know what, I don't care if I have to resell that. I'm not going to read <laughs> this pain anymore because it interferes with my happiness. So I don't allow that. I cannot have that. I refuse it. So it, that there begins my habit forming because every day I tell myself, well, if this sale says 50% off, that sounds great. I wonder if I know someone that's looking for this. I'll send that to them. But I promise you I cannot read those articles because I promised myself about two weeks ago 90 days of reading great things, nothing negative. Yeah, Tiffany, so I think I. Oh, go ahead. We need to so form those type of habits to find okay. our happiness. Sorry, I had to. I'm
1: sorry, I got I got so excited while you were talking because um, you touched on something that's so important: what we feed ourselves, the mm-hmm. um, the songs, the TV shows. There's so much crap on TV, you know, the the news. Um, You know, I mean, Donald Trump has taken over the entire universe. You know, I'm I'm tired of hearing about Donald Trump.
2: But we can choose Mm -hmm.
1: what we take in. We can choose. There are some people that go to bed with the TV on. And so you're now subjecting yourself to whatever is being aired overnight. And there's all kinds of different programming that comes on overnight. And you're taking that in your subconscious. Um, And there's a lot of people who... Have taken the the choice that Tiffany has taken because the news is so negative and it's on purpose because right. it's sensationalized. So there's a lot of good that's happening in the world, and we are just you know, but not good stuff. Good news is boring. It doesn't sell radio. You know, it doesn't right. you know get people right. agenda. up. So that's that's why we're here.
2: Let reason. me add this so one so quick, goodness. quick little. Let me ask this one little quick thing I did the other night. Okay, you know how Facebook sends you the things you did a year ago or two (laughs) years ago or however. And I remember sending me posts that I made, and I was really unhappy at those times. And I said, you know, one thing that I do that's weird, I listen to the songs that made me even sadder. So I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what, I... I'm going to defy those songs. So I turned, I have them on my iPhone and I listen to them and I just laughed and I had such a good time saying, you know what? I'm not hurt anymore in this song. Now I'm the opposite of it. So I really oh. like it now. Oh,
0: and that,
2: awesome. those type of things build me up because right. I was like, you know what? I'm not hurt anymore. I'm so much happier now than I was a year ago. I'm so much happier than I was two and three years ago. It's amazing to me because at those times, I didn't know how I was coming out of it. And I was didn't realize, you know, at the time, I'm listening to this stuff that's making it worse. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, now I can listen to it and just love it and enjoy the song and say, I'm the opposite of her. I'm the opposite of those words. I'm never never, ever going to be in that place again because I'm so much stronger and I got the lesson out of it, Mm. and I apply the lesson every single day. Mm. So those are good habits as well, applying the lessons you get out of those bad things. And I just I had to say that because I started that the other day, and I said, I'm so excited that I'm listening to these songs that used to really make it worse. And now yeah. I feel totally different, and I I hear the song. I have a different perspective of what the songs mean. So I, I I wish that people could take those horrible things and turn them into great things, and make take those habits that that used to break you and use them as stepping stones to things that make you greater. I mean, it it really works. It really works, and that's why I'm going to start my happiness project tonight. Going to figure out what I want to say, put it out there, invite people to it, and start it tomorrow. The, awesome! Because it's really important. It's really important. Awesome. That is wonderful. Thank you for because sharing during that the with holidays us. people get people get so sad during the holidays. Yeah. For what? Yeah, it's called cat the 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 winter blues. We have an exchange mm-hmm. student
0: here with us, and I think he's from Thailand, and I think he's catching the winter blues. You know, lately, and I feel so bad for him. You know, they don't have winters at all. He's he's so excited to buy a coat. But <laughs> that being said, I will agree also, um, Tiffany, because a little while back I was like, oh, you know what? I love music so much. I think I want to be a, um, what do you call the music counselors that use music for counseling. Then I found out that it is a heavily regulated field because so many people, um, you have to be careful with it because some people, how they attach music to situations. I think we all do yes. you know, a song comes on mm-hmm. and it reminds you of what you were doing at that time, you know. I can tell you what what I was doing exactly when Share My World by Mary J. Blige came out. You know, it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> so, you know, we do attach ourselves but the one thing that you mentioned is about being intentional. And I think that's what mm-hmm. anything habit or anything in our lives, we have to be intentional Um, when what we're doing, because like she said, it takes about 21 days to form a new habit. And if we've always been doing something a certain way and it's not working for us, we have to say it's not working for us and be intentional to Be willing to change it. Nothing's going to happen by doing nothing. Um, So my other advice would be also was to give yourself permission to take baby steps. And she was saying the little small shifts. Because for me, me and my daughter was just talking. I was like, instead of me saying, oh, I'm going to lose all this weight and go out working out a lot um, and have it all away in three months, like I usually do, I lose it and then I gain it back. So this time around I'm going to be mindful and I'm going to try to lose it progressive like they tell us to do but we won't do it i'm going to try 30 pounds over the 12 months and this was something i said days ago it's just funny we have this show today and for Mm -hmm. me it was like when i said that to myself it took away so much burden because how much easier it is to lose two pounds a month as opposed to putting that stress on yourself by saying oh i'm going to lose 30 pounds by then by this date you know so sometimes it just comes down to taking the magnitude of, you know, off of whatever it is you're trying to do, you know. We know you're not in a happy relationship or something, like she said, that you can do that spontaneous trait transfer, like she was talking about. When you become more happier, then it could actually transfer over to the people around you, which could kind of like the law of attraction. You can start attracting who you are and getting more happiness in your life. So um, I do want to say... We are at the end of our call, and I'm so grateful to have you guys on here with us. I really enjoy it. It always makes me happy to have other coaches because, yes, we are positive people, and I love that in this world in such a negative world. that there's still a lot of people out there who have faith in humanity and that we have faith that this life that we're living we can enjoy and that we can mag, uh, maximize it and live it to the fullest. And I, I truly appreciate the time that I spend on these shows with you guys. So in our last few minutes, I would like to give us all a chance to just tell our listeners one more time how they can reach us and then share any final insights that you may want to share. Um, and so I'll let you go ahead, Trina, if you want to start off by saying your final words to our callers,
1: Sure. And thank you very much, Felicia, for leading and organizing us this evening. It certainly was a, a nice bookend to my weekend. And again, my name is Trina Ramsey. And you can find me on Twitter at Perspective Plus. My website is MyCoachTrina.com. And I, and I also host Career Talk with Coach Trina. And I actually have a show on Tuesday, and I'm going to be replaying a show about um, getting through the, the stressful holiday season. So I'll be loading that up, and you can find it on my Coach Chat channel at uh, 7.30 p.m. this coming Tuesday. And I also am um launching a new program called the Unresolutions Club that is going to be starting in December in time to do a full year worth of goal setting that's not that manic crazy too doing too much all at one time thing that we do in january so it's a um it's a very small intimate group group coaching and affordable group coaching model. And if you're interested in hearing about that, please email me, Trina, T R I N A, at mycoachtrina, T R I N A dot com. And thanks again. And you ladies have a wonderful week. It's definitely great
2: to share this time with you. Thank you. And this is Tiffany. And um, you can reach me on all social media platforms um, Facebook, TiffanyNATO dot com. Um, I think um Twitter is I am Tiffany mayfield I am Tiff Mayfield and then on uh Instagram as well. My website is still down because the person working on my website unfortunately had a, a huge home fire and she lost everything so she's oh. rebuilding. So I, I I just told her to take her time. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, she has to start over and I wouldn't dare, you know, ask her to well finish my project now but yeah, you know, I'm waiting. I'm a patient person, but I'm here. I'm available on social media. You can reach me also at uh, contact at com is my email address. So you can reach me there at any time. And I will be pushing out the Happiness Project tonight and um, hopefully meeting with most of you um, for that. I think that would be something wonderful to do. I'm thinking about maybe doing about 90 days Happiness Project. So that would be great to interact with people with that.
0: Alicia, you still with us? Oh, wow. I was talking and I didn't even know... (laughs) Oh, you're muted oh, thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. think I'm coming down My husband's cold, I hope not but, <laughs> um. but yeah, I was just talking I was like, thank you so much ladies for being here with me And I was saying, I think that in the beginning I was so happy to be on the call I don't even really think I introduced myself But I'll, I'll just quickly introduce myself And say goodbye all at the same time So I am Talisha Ellis, a well-being coach And transformational speaker And I do believe that every part of your being Wants to feel alive and live out its life Fully to its potential, so I do help want to i would like to help you reconnect and connect with yourself so that you can get to the point to where you can find your happiness project and so you can reach me at talisha ellis that's t-e-l-e-c-i-a-e-l-l-i-s at experience com, or you can call me at 571-355-4354 and so like i said i'd like to thank you both for being with me this evening and co-hosting with me, and to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed the past hour and that you found it engaging, enlightening, and and fun. And I'm Talisha, and I look forward to seeing you all on my next show, um, whenever that, that Super Soul Sunday will be in two weeks again. So everyone have a good night, and be blessed. Good night, everybody.